I'm Emma G. Rose. I'm Shell Shearer. We're indie authors. And this is Indie Book Talk. Hello and welcome back to Indie Book Talk. Today we have a very interesting guest. One of those people that I connected with on Twitter and was like, no, you need to be on our show. L.A. Cunningham, otherwise known as Laurie Cunningham, author of Sister Grimm and Babies with Rabies. She's also the editor-in-chief of ASAP Imagination. Lori, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, so that intro, I feel like everybody's going, what? Tell us about Babies with Rabies. <laughs> <laughs> so Babies with Rabies is an inappropriate parenting picture book. I'm not sure what your policy on swearing is, so I'll, I'll keep it. Knock yourself out. <laughs> okay. okay. So, because I was going to do the comps. So it's essentially kind of like go the fuck to sleep and K is for knife ball. So it's kind of along those lines. Like it's not for kids, but mine actually doesn't have the inappropriate language. It just, I think the worst word is ass and I think it has sex in it. <laughs> so that's really all there is. So I guess like kids could read it, but yeah, it's essentially just like a, a rhyming, it's an ABC survival guide. So it has like this like little rhyming inappropriate kind of parenting advice for new parents or people have actually told me it's for parents and for people who hate kids. So <laughs> you get the two, <laughs> the two extremes and then everyone in between, I'm sure. <laughs> so yeah, I was at a con one time and someone was reading this and she's like, I love this. I hate babies. I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess that's another like target audience of the book, I suppose. So sure. But yeah, I kind of describe it as like Shaun of the Dead meets Mad Max, but with babies. So it's kind of like dystopian and zombie-esque and but there's kind of like the little gangs and hordes of babies and it's like very survival of the fittest so <laughs> yeah it's quirky <laughs> it is quirky why <laughs> what what led what beautiful turns of brain led to <laughs> babies with rabies I think honestly most of my stuff I feel that I do that's like weird <laughs> it's basically a joke that kind of just got out of control like, I think I was just sitting around with my parents and we were just, I think my daughter, when she was about six months, she was teething and stuff. And I honestly don't know how it started, but we st just started talking about the concept and then you like make a little rhyme and then all of a sudden you have your first rhyme. And my mom always does a thing where she's like, that should be a book idea. And then not all of the things we talk about should be a book idea. I feel like it's comedians who are like, well, oh, that'd make a great joke. And you're <laughs> like you just kind of <laughs> humor people a bit I'll, and but this is one of those instances where I'm just like that is kind of funny that might make a good book and then you kind of think up of a couple letters and then suddenly you have momentum and like this was a whole alphabet and once you have 10 letters you're like oh well I just need 16 more letters and suddenly you have a book <laughs> and <laughs> and it wasn't something that I was really actively writing but I think randomly like I did do all my thinking when I'm writing when I'm driving it seems <laughs> I was doing a lot of commuting back and forth because my parents bit of a ways away and were helping with babysitting so it's kind of just like oh I thought of another letter that's kind of funny and then <laughs> hopefully I remember that by the before by the time I get to my destination <laughs> so just texting it <laughs> so yeah just kind of went from there and then Again, it kind of just sat and I tried to do the traditional, like I queried it. Because there are books, 
not like this, but like similar, like there's the inappropriate parenting books and they exist and they are like published by <laughs> real publishers and I assume represented by people and like they've gotten go the fuck to sleep got huge and stuff. So I'm like, well, maybe there's a market for this. And I think that it's really hard to find agents who are like, I'm looking for this. There's lots of kidlit books and there's lots of graphic novels and there's lots of people who are looking for dystopian sci-fi weird kind of books like that and then there's people who are looking for parenting books but like to find that weird little like venn diagram of people looking for this weird book almost is non-existent <laughs> so i like i like tapped out the list of agents who were around maybe <laughs> like pretty quick <laughs> so I was, and then it was kind of just like well maybe this it just kind of sat there for a while but then things once they're on the back burner they just kind of like percolate a little bit right and then you're like do a little bit more and a little bit more and then suddenly you are paying an artist and <laughs> publishing a book making stickers it just kind of yeah. goes, goes out of control like I don't know like I recently did that where I have a short story that I want to turn into a novella at least and it, again it's kind of kooky idea and I just randomly DM'd an artist and now all of a sudden I'm like I paying for a cover and I'm like I don't even have this book finished I'm just but what would it look like <laughs> this could be fun maybe seeing a cover will motivate me <laughs> to write the rest of the story so I don't even know if I'm gonna do it traditionally I was just like maybe it should be on like Wattpad or Patreon or but I don't know <laughs> just make reckless bad decisions <laughs> as, as an indie writer of money who needs that <laughs> So, I really yes. just like that you seem to be accidentally writing books. You're just like, well, I mean, I didn't mean to write a book, but I had this idea. And then I had another idea. Next thing I knew, there were charges on my credit card for covers. Oh I don't know. God. Oh, my God. I was, I'm worried that you've like pointed that out because I feel like that's exactly how I've written like everything. That's a thing. I like have the, have my comic books and how I wrote my first comic was the same thing where some Hades is my partner in crime at ASAP Imagination and he's just like you should write a comic book because it was just a short story at the start that was supposed to be like a one-off thing and then all of a sudden he's like you should write a comic book and I was like no I shouldn't <laughs> and then suddenly <laughs> I'm like fully in there like, editor-in-chief I think I have four comics out now and it's like I guess I'm a comic book writer too so yeah I don't I don't know what happened <laughs> looking okay, looking okay, back me, on my path where did this journey start because like what was the first publishing thing that you did I'm like in the whole writing world yeah like how did you how did you get on this crazy roller coaster ride of randomly accidentally publishing things <laughs> um so yeah everything will sound coincidental again because I'm not I wasn't one of those people that when I was five years old I'm like I want to be a writer and have been writing stories all my life basically I had this kind of opportunity to go overseas and I was I decided to just start a travel blog to kind of connect with people back home because it was like a five six months kind of a decent amount and when I came back people were like oh I loved your blog you're a really good writer and then that was kind of I think a bit that was maybe the first seed that got planted and then that trip kind of I came back to I was doing accounting <laughs> at the time and working in oil and gas like very nine to five office job and put on the grown-up clothes and go to my <laughs> pretend pretend that I'm important and stuff and yeah I think I wasn't loving it and then my partner he was just like well what if you 
took some writing classes just for fun. And then I started doing that. And then it says a continuing ed. So it's not like you don't, you get a certificate at the end. And I never actually completed it, <laughs> but you, <laughs> but you like eventually I'm literally like one course away, but by then I'm sure the curriculum's changed now and I have to take four courses, <laughs> but it was literally like, just take random courses. You have to meet a certain number. So I just took ones that were interesting. And one of them was called publishing and promoting your book. And again, I was very much just doing this for fun, not really anything seriously, but one of the assignments was to join Twitter. I'm such a late adopter on social media, but by the time I joined Facebook, it was just like, oh, like your entire high school has except there's just like that <laughs> list of people who are like, yay, we're friends. I'm like, I didn't have to do any work or whatever. So, <laughs> and this is the same thing as like kicking and screaming, joining Twitter. I'm like, oh, fine. This is like, I guess it's assignment. And so once you kind of join Twitter and start an author platform and start telling people you're a writer, it's kind of like, maybe I should write something. <laughs> you kind of have that bit of accountability. So I think that I started doing that. And then I, I think something about that kind of switched my mindset. And you start connecting with people who are doing stuff. And you're like, oh, this is fun. And learn stuff, learn, learn all the weird lingo and acronyms and stuff. And then I think I'd read a couple books where I'm like, oh, this would be like, we kind of get you like your first novel idea. And that's when I'm like, well, I want to write a novel and of course I don't know if everyone comes into writing like that but you want to be the novelist and the New York Times bestseller and <laughs> live off of your royalties in the castle somewhere I don't know <laughs> this like big thing that just never happens to like 99.99% <laughs> of people but yeah I think that there's kind of like big lofty dream and then once you start kind of doing it I kind of think I kind of realized novels weren't really for me I'm really good at writing the first 12,000 words. And then I kind of, hmm, now what? <laughs> what happens in the middle of this? <laughs> so I'm like, so I kind of switched to short stories for a while. And then, then I was started off writing dark fantasy. And then I found the horror community. And I don't know, the horror, horror people just seem to have this good dark humor <laughs> that matches my dark humor. And so I kind of drifted a little more horror-esque a little bit and one of the guys I'd met, he was doing a podcast, or mm, I guess it's a podcast, but, but basically you could submit stories and they would read them online and do all the sound effects and stuff. There was like a whole bunch of crit criteria you had to meet. I think you had to be first person. I think the main character had to die. And like, there's a few things and I kept being like, oh, I, well, the story needs to be like third person. <laughs> but the secondary character, it makes more sense if they die and stuff. So I kept just like having all these weird short horror stories. And then, but by then I was fully writing horror. And then I met Hades just like randomly. I think we were joking about making friends as an adult of just handcuffing yourself to people and just being like, we're friends now. Whereas like when you're a kid, you're like, we oh, have the same lunchbox. <laughs> yes, this is, everyone wonders how you're supposed to make friends as an adult. Handcuffs. Handcuffs. <laughs> okay, Invade personal there. space. Pro tip. <laughs> Pro tip for everybody. Just, we're friends now. <laughs> just gotta saw your arm off otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really not want to be friends that bad? You want to saw off your own arm? <laughs> this but... <laughs> is your choice. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, it's a weird choice but um, how insulting would that be so it's just like no get me out of here they're like chew it on yeah, just chewing it up oh insulting my self-confidence <laughs> why doesn't anyone like me <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah so that's how Hades and I met he's kind of like hey like maybe we should do a project together and 
again, he was working the nine to five. And I think then I had been laid off from my, my nine to five and I was about four months pregnant or something. I don't know. I was like sick and like, I'm like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> but um, <laughs> basically we're kind of just chatting back and forth and not really committing to anything. And then I had my daughter and then I was still trying to write and it wasn't really working because I was exhausted and postpartum depression and like, I'm just got the human to look after and I have no qualifications <laughs> other than I birthed this human. That's the only qualification. I think eventually he's just like, well, what if we do that project? And we'd already kind of talked about doing this anthology where it was based on an event and there'd be a whole bunch of different perspectives of people talking about this one event, so different stories. And he's, well, in my comic book universe, which he was, originally he was just trying to publish, same thing, publish comics traditionally, like submit Dark Horse, I know was one of them he submitted to. And then he hadn't heard anything back. And he's like, I'm just going to start my own comic book company. And he's like, do you want to work on this project together? And so it's a prose anthology and it's basically, he's like, yeah, this event, so we can just write it in there. And I, the same thing at the start of the phone call, I was like, absolutely not. I have no interest in that. So like, I'm overwhelmed. I got no time for this. And by the end of the phone call, I was like, all right, I have my first idea. <laughs> I have my first story. <laughs> here's, here's how this is going to go. And I started writing it. And then eventually I was slowly packing away at it. He, would, he finally was just like, what if we just pick a release date? And it was like super close and I'm panicked about it. And then we managed to get it out there. But during, we each wrote eight stories and then kind of meshed them together based on this timeline around the event. And there was a couple of things that weren't working out. So I had to delete half of one of my stories. And when he rewrote the ending, he, he was like, this is a comic book character. <laughs> and same thing, I'm just like, neat. <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> to me? He's just like, well, you should write a comic book. And I, again, didn't want to. <laughs> it wasn't on my radar even a little bit. I'm just like, no, I'm just on the sidelines. <laughs> rah, rah, you can do it. And then and then I, I think, it, again, kind of the seed was planted. And he, I was just like, so how hypothetically <laughs> how would I do this <laughs> and I'd read some of his scripts and stuff so I'd like seen how to write comics and he's like well you can try doing that following this like format and so I started coming up <laughs> trying to follow the format and it was like just a total garbage process I mean this isn't working for me even a little bit. I'm just gonna puke out the story and originally it was gonna be a graphic novel and so I like got him like puked up this whole story and oddly it was arguably kind of like novel length since it's supposed to be a graphic novel but like really choppy and outliney not written in length at all in detail since it's comics yeah since then we decided to cut it down into four issues so I've been kind of hacking away parts where I'm like well we can save that for like another story arc I guess and then trying to put it in a format and then same thing last year I'm just like finally had a comic book out we found an artist and it was ready to go and so I put it out there and that is it and this is it those of you who are watching rather than listening this is it sister grim I have it very exciting Which is cool. and it's shiny and I love the color palette I don't want to like give anything away so I'm going to keep it way over here but, like, <laughs> the color palette's really pretty I I have to say I find your journey hilarious because <laughs> I feel like you're simultaneously the world's most impressionable author but also <laughs> like wildly cre creative because you're like oh no I don't I don't want to 
well, here's an idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's basically like I am like, like the power of suggestion. And there's still a part of me where I'm like, no, New York Times bestseller, bestselling novelist. But I'm like way over here now. Like, what do you know how much I would pay to see babies with rabies on the New York Times? Can we do that? Like, how many books do we? <laughs> I, I, right now, I only sell it through my website and I like, Amazon just causes problems because <laughs> like I had this vision for it where I wanted this little hard cup. I have this, I have all this stuff here too. So like, again, people who can see <laughs> here in its little like square thing. And at the time, Amazon couldn't do it because they wouldn't do hard covers. And I went through Ingram Spark and tried to do it. And they did hard covers, but not in the size I was looking for. So I was just like, oh, well, I guess I print it myself. And it <laughs> I'm just so I have to set up my own store and, and my artist actually I really lucked out with him for babies with rabies he's over in Japan but he's from Spain and <laughs> speaks like 20 different languages and stuff but he's been in this for 15 years and he was just oh well, you can do this and this and I can I have some printers over here <laughs> that might be a little cheaper than in Canada and stuff so he like really hooked me up there and but yeah so I've so it's on my website right now but I had to order pre-order them all and it's mm-hmm. like, he's just, well, you have to do a minimum order. I'm like, well, what's the minimum order? And he's like, a thousand. <laughs> and I like, was living in a small house. Actually, I was living with my parents when I first started this whole thing, because we were renovating and trying to sell our old small house. And then we moved into a new smallish house, but slightly bigger. I'm like, I don't even know what a thousand books looks like. He's like, well, I typically order like 3,500, 4,000. I'm just like, let's let's keep it about I don't want to be one of those people same thing where I'm just 20 years from now I got 4,000 books <laughs> that I never sold and then even now you walk out like a thousand books you walk into the walk. house and all the bookshelves are filled with the same book yeah basically I used to have a TBR but I didn't have room for them so <laughs> all my furniture is you know like university it's all just cinder blocks my house is just like <laughs> sports <laughs> big sports of that yeah. so I don't even know I'm talking about this one on a huge tangent but no, anyways it's on my website <laughs> in summary of whatever talk- I was talking about <laughs> yeah in summary it's on her website uh, I don't think we've ever talked to anyone who's done that kind of bulk order because it is it's a huge money commitment it's a space commitment and then you have to ship all the stuff yeah so it's a huge thing so go support this <laughs> wonderful insane creative human where what is your website where can they find you on the interwebs um so it's lacunningham.com is my way, main website and that's where the babies with rabies is because it's outside of asap and then the comic books are at asapimagination.com and there's also the anthology as well because same thing, like none of this stuff's on Amazon because same thing, we started on Amazon and Amazon was being weird. It wouldn't print this because it was a flip book. This is the original oh, anthology. Cool. So half of it's upside down, which because of that, they wouldn't print it. <laughs> well, quality right. control, people will complain about it being upside down. And we're like, well, that's how it's that's supposed the, to be. That's the, ga- that's the gag, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah that's, so we're like, oh, should we compromise our, and our vision? And we're like, screw it. Just <laughs> do it ourselves again. So yeah, so ASAP Imagination is where the other stuff is right now. And like Babies with Babies, maybe I'll put it on Amazon <laughs> if none of these move. <laughs> well, you've got all if those. You, to... could, you could direct, you know, what is that called? When you're the fulfillment, right? You could yeah, yeah. List it you could be you like a third to. party seller on there. Yeah. So not like. The and like, I just planted that seed. 
Oh, now you're going to Well, I, I'm aware. I've been thinking about it for a while, and I'm getting to the point where I need to move some of these a little bit more. <laughs> it's a little, got a little bit of stock here. <laughs> I also have, like, stickers, and, like, because I, I also made like, a kit for, like, a new parent gift. It comes with stickers and magnets and a bookmark, and then I had, I got some specially designed ninja stars for the bath bathtub. And then it comes with teething rings, of course. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I also got yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> Spectacularly amazing. I kind of want you to start pitching those those journalists who do the lists of like uh, unconventional gifts to give to new parents and that sort of thing. But also to get the, these these packs placed in stores like in in retail stores i feel like you could be in like the cool quirky retail store that like every town has one you yeah, could be yeah. in all of those and it would be amazing yeah <laughs> i know my ba- my second baby just turned one the first year i'm just like low shoot aim low <laughs> i'm like because i published this while he was like still in that first year so it was this, it was a busy and uh, it's like all these things have come up with it the last six, seven months or so. So I'm just okay, I need to do a little bit more legwork and actually like see where <laughs> this should go. Well, I am yeah. I am just in awe and and ready to see which crazy thing you fall into next. <laughs> so uh, everyone, go visit lacunningham.com and get babies with rabies so that there's less stock in Lori's house. <laughs> And, so I don't um, get buried alive. <laughs> she doesn't get buried alive. Uh, and also check out ASAP Imagination and see the comic books and the anthology and all the other cool stuff they're doing over there. Like I said, I've got one. It's cool. It's shiny. You're going <laughs> to like it. Thank you so much for being on the show. This was ridiculously fun. <laughs> Good. Thanks for having me. <laughs>